I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The world is a great big Jaffa cake. Some people don't like it, others do. Either way, it's okay. All you've got to say is not today. Thank you. Oh, good morning. How are you? I've got such a fun podcast for you today. It's it's all about hot foods and cold foods. Uh, by the way, if you uh, do go on Twitter, uh, something for you uh, not to worry about is if you see Jennifer Saunders trending, uh, there's some absolute nonsense purported to be written by her. It isn't written by her. Uh, about uh, the NHS uh, describing people set on pulling Boris Downer's crayon eaters. I think she'd probably be able to punctuate and spell correctly. Today, Look, I'm, I'm almost breaking format with the podcast today because there were so many tweets yesterday about hot food, cold food. Yesterday, uh, I was talking about what foods do you eat cold that you won't eat hot and vice versa, but also what things are traditionally eaten hot or cold that you will only eat cold or hot, respectively. And... Uh, It all went berserk and a lot to talk about, guys. A lot of issues (laughs) to cover. This, guys, this is important. Um, I'm just going to jump in. Vegetectus, things not to eat. Cold baked beans, correct. Cold gravy, yeah, well, yeah, correct. Cold mashed potato, yeah, that's... Cold cooked vegetables, well, uh, hot sausage rolls. Wait, what? Greasy and disgusting. What? Warm salad, salad, salad. Things to eat, cold pizza, obviously. Frozen bread sandwiches, thaws quickly and easier to spread on. Yes, that's a good tip if you're making a packed lunch. Uh, Cold, vegan, sausages, absolutely not. In fact, I was having this conversation last night. No, 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 you can't, no. Cold sausages, the grease is the wrong kind of grease. Like the grease of a cold pizza is like an oily grease whereas in any kind of even vegan sausages the grease is like a kind of suety grease it's like a grainy grease it has a bad mouth feel your cold sausage has a bad mouth feel duncan (laughs) owen takes issue any leftover roasted veggies taste better eaten out of the fridge at 11 p.m like a gremlin slippery fingers i'm familiar martin okay Okay, cold. Tea, coffee. But what? Like, if you're going cold with coffee, you've got to go ice cold. Like, it's got to be frappuccino cold. Oh, frappuccino. Remember when we could go to... Hmm. Uh, 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 tea, coffee, 
Sorry. Rice pudding, pizza, porridge, custard. Uh, Kim was talking yesterday about baked beans because I, I I didn't want to say it yesterday, but she I've I've watched her in the past eating cold baked beans, and you know I love her, so I, I try not to show my revulsion. <laughs> no, but uh, she said yesterday. She said I think this happens in phases. I am not in a cold baked beans phase. I wept with relief. Anyway, uh, Martin says not okay. Cold toast. Oh, hang on. We're coming on to toast. That's a that's a whole that's a whole show in itself. Uh, Jane, on the subject of hot versus cold, cold custard equals yes. Hot custard equals blurg. Carenza jumps in. No custard in any form. Uh, Pat says yes. Unconventional food. Well, so Jake, you enjoy custard skin. My thing is not far off. Ready-made custard in a carton. More than once I've snipped off the corner and gulped it down like it is the antidote to everything. Pat, I'm not going to judge you for that. I developed a whole technique when I bought vegan custard in a, in a thing which was, you know, rare. And it was a precious thing. So I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had times where I've very carefully rolled the cardboard of the carton up super tight to make sure there is not even a molecule of the custard left in and sucked hard, pulling hard on the, the little soggy cardboard teat of the carton. <laughs> Sorry, no one needs that this morning. Uh, let's move on to pies. Got a nice thread about pies. Dean, am I the only one who prefers pies cold rather than hot? Yes! Yes! Lee says, uh, uh, no. Uh, there's nothing like a cold Ginsters, though. Ollie. Ginsters? Dear God, man. Here's a secret. It's not a pasty, mate. Carenza. He brought Carenza into this. What do you reckon about this? Uh, Carenza uh, is Cornish. Yes. Uh, Lee jumped in. Not pasties. Uh, not since I saw Gurning Greg. Oh, that pasty's bigger than the one I've got at home. Oh, oh I'm a lovely bloke. I really am. Oh, Greg Rollis. Um, not since uh, I saw that has a pasty passed my pout. Now the mystery meat slice is another matter. Oh, boy. Ollie says, uh, years ago, as a wee norn paddy on the mainland... I could never understand Ginsters, pork pies. Oh. Porks, what are you doing, people eating pork pies? Where's the pleasure? How can something be dry yet gelatinous? Anyway, pork scratchings, all wrong, mate. How loosely can we define meat? Now, here's an interesting bit, right? Lee comes back on this and he says, here's a funny joke, right? Or is it? He says, did you know that it takes three pigs with eczema to make one packet of pork scratchings? True, you know. All true. Do you know who liked that tweet? Openshaw's Snacks. Purveyors of pork scratchings. I'm not even kidding you. Carenza finally jumps in. Ginsters are not pasties. Not in any shape or form. They are wrong. All wrong. And shame on them for putting the Cornish flag on the packaging. But a proper pasty. Hot or cold. Mm. Dad used to love a one-day-old pasty. There's a euphemism. <laughs> Rare in our house. Fried up in chunks with brown sauce. 
I need to try that. I, I seriously need to try that. Okay, let's draw a line under the pasties. Stuart. Okay, cold, but not hot. Bananas. Or even in any form other than natural. I, I don't know, though. Sliced into hot custard. Oh, yeah. Also barbecued. Barbecued banana. <laughs> okay. Come on. Uh, Jaffa cakes. Uh, all right. Well, now I've got the measure of you, Stuart. Uh, he says, okay, hot but not cold. Tea. Parsnips. Roasted. Uh, halloumi. You can bounce it off the wall. I do miss halloumi a little bit. A little bit. Jamie Smart comes in. Very simple. No big deal. Cold leftover pasta bake is nice, to be honest. I'll go with that. I'll totally go with that. And what I said about the tomato. So, you know, I think my line is uh, tomato in any form other than a tomato. I can't really take cold. But I think there's a textural thing, which is I, I could eat pasta if it had a tomatoey, saucy coating cold. But it would have to be dry, like a, a well-baked lasagna. If it was just a big wet slop of... Hmm. Darren. Leftover pizza that's been thoughtfully put in the fridge works well as a hangover alleviant. The alcohol causing that hangover may have been the driving factor in purchasing the pizza in the first place. That's beautiful and cyclical, 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 suck it. There's uh, a huge thread about toast that we need to get through. Toast has proved to be one of the most divisive issues. I mean, I don't even know if I've got all of the tweets for this. Steve Doherty kicked it off. Hi, Steve. He's a tip-top radio producer. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he says, cold toast is nice. Having said that, hot toast is nicer. I think I'm with you, Steve. Carenza says, uh, well, do you put the butter on when it's hot or when it's cold? It makes a difference. Rick observes, I quite like cold toast. Reminds me of bed and breakfasts in the 80s. And Vegetexas jumps in with that. And I like this. This is very nuanced. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Getting a toaster hotel breakfast temperature, a hint of heat but pretty cold, is the nirvana we all aim for. I, that's a good vibe. But I also like piping hot toast. Like if it's going to be hot, I want it piping hot. If it's cold, I don't care. Jane. Butter shouldn't go on until the toast is completely cold. If it's done while the toast is still hot or warm, you have soggy toast. Well, yeah. Isn't that the joy of it? Crispy on the bottom, soggy on the top. <laughs> We've all been in that state. Steve has strong feelings. Butter on cold. Otherwise, poison. But you said you like hot toast. Well, Steve. So what, is, what do you do with the hot toast? Do you dip it in lanolin? What do you like? What do you do with it? Like, what are you having on your toast? Uh, on hot toast, I like to have my favorite topping is a piece of cold toast with butter on it. Like, what's going on, Steve? You're being very inconsistent, mate. <laughs> Stuart, two pieces of cold toast, buttered cold with marmalade, then wrapped in foil, make a perfect mid morning sandwich. Oh, I can totally get behind that. I mean, my favourite thing is when you're somewhere where they accidentally make too much toast and then you can eat it cold later. That's a really great thing. By the way, you can jump in on any of this stuff. I feel like this is going to run and run. It's at Not Today Pod on Twitter. 
I haven't even checked Facebook. Oh, God. Let's move on to tinned foods. Uh, Pablo says, I'll have them hot, but I do love making my way through a tin of cold new potatoes. Tinned? Really? Uh, Jill says, and I like this. This is a very good observation that I'd never really thought of before. I love this. Tinned sweet corn should never be hot. Corn on the cob, never cold. Or the butter, or vegan alternative, won't melt. Oh my God! Why had I never thought of that before? Yes, corn on the cob has to be hot. Tin sweet corn has to be cold. I've had hot tin sweet corn. It's not right. Fascinating. Okay, let's move on to cereal. Cereal now. Ollie. My hot foods, cold foods suggestions are A. Oh, sorry, I can get through this. Cornflakes should always be prepared with warm milk and a sprinkle of white sugar. Uh, and B. Yesterday's cold roast potatoes with a sprinkle of salt. Oh, I'm totally down with that. And I probably quite like the cornflakes, but only cornflakes. This is important. Uh, But cold roast potatoes with a sprinkle of salt. I mean, what's better than that? Nothing's better than that. Let me see if I can push your envelope, though. Cold chips the next day. Would you? You dirty thing. Would you? I would. I would if you will. (laughs) Um, Yes, cereals got... uh, Got pretty uh, controversial. Julie said, uh, you know who likes cornflakes with warm milk? Perverts, that's who. However, cold roast potatoes with salt all day long. Celia, warm milk is hideous if all you're doing, even if all you're doing is drinking it. But to add it to cornflakes? Well, perfect proof that two wrongs don't make a right. Martin, any cereal with hot milk works but it'll need a little extra sugar because heating milk makes it taste different. Yes! Like wallpaper paste. Jem shares a harrowing story. Uh, When I was about four, my nan, my mum's mum, looked after us while our parents went on holiday. Wow. She was a formidable woman, and I generally avoided annoying her, but on the first morning, she made me Weetabix with hot milk, which caused... Tiny me to kick off enormously because it's vile. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pablo says, what the vile? Vile, you say? You can't make Explodabix without hot milk. Prepare as normal, then stick the bowl in the microwave. It's a taste sensation. It's an absolutely no taste whatsoever sensation. I don't think I'm breaching any great confidences to say that Evie Lynch, Ivana Lynch, Luna Lovegood, her favourite thing is Weetabix with hot milk. That's fine. Each to their own. So wrong. Jem came, came back. He said, I'm afraid, Pablo, that... If little four-year-old Jem was willing to stand up for himself against his terrifying nan, then I need to defend his beliefs and I will be going into bat for him. As a little footnote to the word terrifying, I think she was probably quite nice, funny, intelligent, etc. But I was petrified of her for at least ten years. But because of the Weetabix incident. Oh, this is awful. Distracted Dan. Hello there. Uh, well, I am disappointed in you two. Have you any idea the effort it takes for hot milk? Most cows will not stand in a microwave without putting up one hell of a fight. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bobson Dugnut says cereal must be served with ice cold milk. Full fat or semi skimmed only. Skimmed milk being nothing more than water with white colouring. No other preparation is remotely acceptable. Pablo then shared a tweet that hadn't been sent to us, but it opened up an interesting idea. Jason Tron, at Jason Tron, said, If I told you I sieve my Cocoa Pops, would you think me mad or fully sane and even give me kudos? I think this was a Natalie Imbruglia song. Uh, so... Yeah, he, he puts his Cocoa Pops into a sieve, dry, to get off the dust. The dust. Uh, Pablo shared that, but then said, I don't know, part of me thinks the dust in sugary cereal's the best bit. Of course it is! It thickens the milk and makes it all creamy and sweet. God, you people. I try so hard with you. <laughs> Ollie says, ah, the halcyon days of Cocoa Pops. Aging is cruel on the palate. Bran flakes just aren't as much fun. Well, what, I mean, okay. David says, the dust is horrible in Bran flakes, I can tell you. I'll be reaching for the sieve from now on. And Rick says, there's mileage in this. When I get to the end of a packet of Special K, I've often riddled the remnants through my fingers. I think he means riffled. Is it riffling? Uh, I've often riddled the remnants through my fingers so that the really tiny particles are left in the bag, leaving the full flakes in my hand. I thought about using a colander, but didn't. This has inspired me. <laughs> Special K always reminds me of my, uh, my grandma's house. That was all she had. <clears throat> I remember my, my great aunt Ruby, upon whom Dora Dale is based. Uh, although she, she 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 was an amazing woman, she was so lovely, uh, and she had a very sort of quite a weak voice, 
And um, she, I remember one morning I went there and she said, and I was like, oh, yeah, don't worry, I can, I can get my... I got to say, this is like a really good impression. <laughs> you know me too, but it's so good. I called my cousin once and he believed it was her <clears throat> until I started being dirty. Anyway, so uh, my great aunt Ruby says, uh, I'm like, I, 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 okay, but really don't, don't and look, there's some special K dust. I can have that. I'll make you an egg. Would you like an egg? An egg? Uh, sure, I wasn't vegan then. Um, that, I mean, yes, you don't have... So she goes into the kitchen where there's like a little baby belling hob, hot plate thing, and she puts an egg into some water, which gets too tepid, I would say. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a boiled egg, it's a, it's a tepidized egg, which has sort of started to gelatinize and solidify, but not, not really. Anyway... She takes the egg out of the water, probably with her bare hands, because she could. Uh, puts the egg onto an egg cup, puts the egg cup onto a little plate, puts the plate onto a tray and starts tottering out of the kitchen. And I watch in slow motion as, of course, uh, the plate falls off the tray, the egg cup falls off the plate, the egg falls out of the egg cup and with a sort of warm splut sound lands on the carpet and of course, there's a sort of oh dear, oh dear, and I spring up, and you know the two of us just try to deal with this wet, eggy mess, and uh, I sort of say oh don't, oh don't don't worry, well that's eat what you can, and uh, puts the uh, now slightly fluffy egg into the egg cup, back on the plate, plate back on the tray, and sets it in front of me, and I have to strain liquid egg through carpet fibers and that was my breakfast so that's the train of thought the special k always takes me to so much for cereal let's move on to jelly uh julie observes in my teens i used to consume jelly in all three of its states one the concentrated jelly cube as a snack two delicious to drink hot or dissolved oh i never thought of that and three nice when set Chilled. Carenza said, Did you used to have jelly and evaporated milk? The latter whisked into the former just as it's setting. We used to love that as kids. Oh, yeah. Someone else observed that's better than Blumange. Uh, Stuart, evaporated milk with anything. Jelly, tin fruit, crumble straight from the tin. Occasionally I, I still do that, says Stuart. Look, we're not judging you here. I used to love jelly. And uh, I remember my mother tells a story about when I was about three or four. Uh, it used to come in little cellophane packets, the jelly cubes. And mum, knowing how much I like to eat it raw, uh, she was in the kitchen. She was trying to open it super, super quiet. You know, it's a little tiny, crinkly little thing. And then she makes one little tiny... I haven't got the right... There. Just one little tiny thing like that. And... Um, I come sprinting from the other room, going, Are you making a jelly? God's sake. Yes. Anyway, David says, On a side note, I didn't realise that jelly could grow mould until today. Ah! Paradise. 
My four-year-old's fossilised plastic dinosaurs in jelly experiment has turned decidedly... Look, give it another 75 million years. Put it in your car. Uh, Martin says, remind me of the difference between evaporated and condensed milk. Sure, uh, evaporated milk is just milk that's been had some of the water taken out of it. Condensed milk has had that done and then a lot of lovely, lovely sugar added. You can get vegan versions of both. I've tried the condensed. It's good. I don't. I think I'm ready to try vegan evaporated milk. God, I used to love evaporated milk. Oh, God. I'm not vegan, you know, because I, oh, I hate the taste of delicious, juicy steak. And Oh, God. Uh, right, <clears throat> Rick. Jelly cubes are awesome raw, as are super noodles. Wait, what? Vegetectus. <laughs> uh, My five-year-old daughter eats raw super noodles. Should I try them? No! He goes on. What do you, you mean like crunchy? What are you talking about? Uh, anyway, Vegetectus goes on. It says that I used to love jelly cubes. Also, raw potatoes, not connected. Oh, I do like a, a nice jelly with raw potato chopped up inside it. Uh, Carenza, my ex-brother-in-law used to love raw potatoes. Ate them like apples. I guess there's a reason he's your ex-brother-in-law. I mean, I hope there isn't somebody. Anyway, she goes on. Also, raw swede or turnip, the yellow one, actually nicer raw than cooked. Unless you add butter and black pepper. What? <laughs> Imagine Carenza just squatting in a field in January, uh, just chewing on a massive. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think this is a smart idea. Uh, and cauliflower, nicer raw than cooked. I can go either way with cauliflower. I sort of feel like it's a bit pointless either way, but I eat it. It's very good for you. Uh, David, raw sprouts and parsnips. Absolutely. Raw parsnips? Isn't it a bit astringent? Isn't it got that sort of banana skin kind of thing going on? Broccoli, cabbage, carrots. Guys, let's all just go and sit in a field today. Vegetectus, one of the things, or the only thing that attracted me to my wife. <laughs> Was that... You mean made me attractive to my wife, not that you found attractive in your wife. I, th I don't think he's being uh, pejorative towards his wife. I think he's, he's being self-deprecatory there. The only thing that attracted my wife to me was that I eat the whole apple core and all. It's how my mother ate them, so I did too. I understand there are traces of arsenic in the pips, though. Yes, I believe, I believe that's true. Um... Uh, Julie says, I also eat the entirety of the apple and the pips have a slightly almondy taste to them, in my opinion. Yeah, I've tried apple pips. I mean, you know, it's better things to do. I've been doing this since I was eight, admittedly to impress a boy. To be honest, most things I do are to try to impress boys. Uh, Julie, you are a, a strong, independent woman. You don't, uh, you don't need to impress boys. You don't need to find yourself... Uh, through a man, uh, stop eating apple cores. <laughs> I'm going to give the last word on this for today, but please join it if you've got thoughts on any of these things. Pies, cereal, sieving, toast, jelly. It's at Not Today Pod. But I'm going to give the last word to Nazareth Jones, who channeled his inner Jeremy Wine with this. <clears throat> 
Hashtag breakfast for lunch. Hashtag podcast. Hashtag hot chip meat unlimited salad for free. Hashtag bicarbonate of soda. Hashtag UHT. Hashtag expanded wheat fiber. Self-imposed deadline. Hashtag governmental merger. Hashtag Simco. Hashtag frozen orange pulp. Hashtag give me wine. There, fine. Absolutely fine. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much uh, for all of those tweets. And do jump in. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining you absolutely furious, uh, wanting to put your foot through your mobile phone and send me the bill uh, for all of the provocative chat. So uh, why don't you wade in? Uh, you can on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com slash nottodaypod. Uh, and on Twitter, it's uh, at nottodaypod. I would love to know. Uh, the debate will doubtless rage on uh, tomorrow. I've got a busy day ahead. I don't know about you. I'm recording uh, Now Wash Your Hands. I'm excited because uh, in tomorrow night's episode, uh, there's an interview I recorded with Anton Dubeck, who was everything you would want Anton Dubeck to be. He's uh, one of the dancers on Strictly Come Dancing, and uh, he's lovely and very funny. And there was just that sort of little suggestion that, you know... Two or three drinks in, it would all get properly inappropriate. <laughs> it's really fun. And uh, he told me about the dirty bits in his novels he's been writing. So there. Uh, so, yes, all of that to look forward to tomorrow. But in the meantime, have a good day. Let's make it count. Let's make it... Sp- no, let's just, let's just trudge on through it, shall we? Okay, good plan. See you tomorrow. Lots of love. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.